0: podcast is part of the sports social podcast network that's
1: it there's a new member of the final four club and they hail from lubbock texas Just celebrating in the streets in lubbock wow. texas tech monday night will be playing for the national welcome one welcome all to your tortillas and takes podcast you are on once again with your boy i'll be sure and it is time another series another time to talk Texas Tech baseball with our baseball expert himself. That is David Hughes. What's up, David? Hey, how's it going? Doing pretty good. You're doing much better now after a sweep over Kansas State, right? Earlier in the week, was a little stressful. Earlier in the week, was a little stressful. So, I mean, let's let's hop right into it. So, so Texas Tech went out to Arizona. uh, Two losses against Grand Canyon. Like back to back, wasn't pretty. Lost the first game, forty nine. Lost the second game, close one, but still lost at seven to eight. Um, What is your analysis of those first two games?
0: Yeah, I mean, we knew going in that Grand Canyon wasn't going to be a pushover type, you know, midweek series. We 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 knew, especially being on the road, you just, you know, there are different time zone. You know, weird stuff happens over, you know, just playing on the road. Obviously, we're disappointed to not at least get one. I thought we'd at least, you know, snag one there. Um, I do think we we didn't play as bad as our uh, 0-2 record indicates. Um, but the biggest issue, and this is, I mean, this is the theme for really both games, was we just couldn't get the, the hit to, you know, we, we. I think I counted on, on the Tuesday game. Um, we had six innings in a row of a guy on third base with less than two outs. And we could not get one of those guys in. It was like, what is going on? It was one of the most frustrating games I can remember in recent memory, just regarding tech baseball and just you know, kind of doing the simple things. Even like you know, a deep fly out, you know, that, that that'd be cool. Uh, we couldn't even do that. We were popping out, striking out, double plays, all that sort of stuff. Wednesday, a lot of it was the same, but at least we we did get a sacrifice fly on one of those um, less than three out or two out scenarios, and. It's just it was frustrating weekend all the way or midweek, not, not weekend, but frustrating two game series for sure.
1: Yeah, I mean, that Tuesday game, we, we equaled them in hits, right? So the hits were even, um, and but it's just Grand Canyon capitalized where Tech didn't. It, it, one of the things that was really great about the Texas series was that it was the opposite, right? The Texas series, Texas. Got guys on base, but just could not score. But for Tech, every time we got a guy on base, we brought him home, right? And, and a lot of that was due to us getting the home runs that we needed to get. And I feel like in this Grand Canyon series, it was a lot of the opposite. Those we are a home run hitting team. We talked about it last week. And in this in this game, only two home runs um, in this game is just not going not going to get it done.
0: Yep, and, and and they're both solo shots too from the same guy. From, yeah. from uh, Eastern Merle, so I was uh or you know, technically three.
1: Technically, Jace Jace did get a ninth inning, a ninth inning. Um,
0: I like, to call, made, him, I like to call him. I a-
1: like to call him <laughs> Arod a- shots because Alex Rodriguez, when he played for the Yankees, he would only homer whenever it was like a blot Either way, like <laughs> just had his stats. So I call him rod homers. Um, but uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, no. That 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 early on in that Tuesday game, right? Grand Canyon scores three runs in the first inning. They're up four four two pretty early. And it just it, it, tech really never got a, a, a rhythm going. And then when the eighth inning hit and they had three runs in the eighth inning games, kind of over that second game. I'm with you. And we talked about it last week, right? You predicted Grant Canyon winning the first game, right? You predicted it actually almost on the nose nine to five. Um, and so, the, but we both agreed that Wednesday was the day that we, we have a better shot at it. Um, and it just I, for the longest time in the Wednesday game, it looked even more like Tech was getting whooped until the ninth inning. That ninth inning mm. rally was so close, yet not close enough.
0: Almost so close. <laughs> One more run.
1: <laughs> just it, it wasn't that annoying, right? Like rally caps on, ready to go. Um, I mean, what, what was I mean, just before we get off of Grand Canyon, what was I to you the most frustrating thing in general? I mean, by far the most <laughs>
0: frustrating thing was we just could not get, get the, you know, the, 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 productive outs anywhere for the whole weekend. Like, you know, I'm, I'm not even exaggerating about six innings in a row of guy on third base with, you know, zero or one outs. And we literally could not get one of those in for six innings in a row Yeah. on um, really both, both days were like that too. It was like, we just, could not hit the ball outfield and score the run home. We couldn't, you know, hit, hit the ball the right side infield to bring in the run that way, too. It's just no base hits, runners in scoring position. We just could not do anything right in that department.
1: Well, I, to me, I also, you know, I think our pitching struggled starting pitch. I mean, Chase Hampton in the first game got hit up for, for he gave up three earned runs um, before getting pulled out. And, and the bullpen did a lot better in that Tuesday game, but then the Wednesday game, you use. Three of your good bullpen arms. A Wednesday game. That bullpen did not help. Colin Clark and with the exception of Mason Molina, every bullpen arm gave up at least a run. Colin Clark, Austin Becker, and Kyle Robinson all gave up a run. And it sucks when you score five in the ninth. If you have one less run there, you're good to go. And Andrew Devine, right? And he's—I mean, this is only his second start of the year. But for him, you know, he didn't really do you any favors. You only had him out three innings, and so it's just—I I, pitching to me was a big problem in this game against Grand Canyon. Those bats came, you know, hot and heavy. And it's, to be fair, it's, it's a tough environment. It's a tough environment to play in down in the desert in Phoenix, but um, just wasn't able to get it done. So I, that solemn two games brought us back home, back where we want to be the friendly confines of the law. And it was very friendly because we got to play. I don't know if they're the worst, but they're probably bottom two team in Kansas state Wildcats and uh Texas Tech it was it was nothing but happy happy joy joy three straight wins including the walk off win today uh let's start off by talking about that first game on Friday Texas Tech wins 6 to 3 what do you think about that game
0: Yeah I mean that, that first game it, that was a close game all the way until you know the the last couple of innings and we fin- we finally started to do uh, a you know, get a couple runs there. I, I, honestly, I thought for a little bit we, we'd end up dropping that game a little bit. Um, just, you know, that was just one of those kind of weird games where we, we, we couldn't hit. I, it, was, it seemed like a little bit of a, of a layover from the Grand Canyon series a little bit. We just, you know, a lot of the same issues. We had guys in position to score runs. We just couldn't get them in. Um, and then we eventually, you know, started to pile them up a little bit at
1: the end, a little bit. And then we, you know, eventually won the game. Yeah, I mean, that that was a big, I think, monkey-off-your-back game. At that point, you've lost three games in a row, right? Um, and actually, I think that equals the longest losing streak you've had. Or that was the longest losing streak you've had all season, right? The two losses to Grand Canyon and the lo- lo- loss you had um, last week to Kansas to end the series. But you really had to get that monkey off your back. You really had to get some type of win. And as you, like you talked about, six innings or five innings go by. You've only scored one run. Luckily you're playing Kansas State, so it doesn't matter, but <laughs> you only <laughs> put, scored one run. And then they hop out to an early, they hop out to a lead. It's three to one K-State. And you're like, oh no, not again. But that sixth inning rally, I think, made everybody feel a lot better.
0: Yep. And you know, all capitalized with the own Washburn bases clearing double. That was a that was the hit that you know we've needed for, you know, really since Saturday, the blowout game against Kansas. I mean, we finally got a big hit with runners in scoring position and obviously brought them all in that kind of you know, changed the whole, the whole game right there.
1: Yeah. And you rewarded Andrew Morris. Andrew Morris had pitched a pretty good game up to that point. Like I said, he did give up the three runs in the sixth, but had pitched a pretty good game. And now if you're Andrew, you're like, man, I'm out of here. I had a five inning, <laughs> I had a five inning shutout. Like I was doing so well. And yeah, sure. I gave him a couple runs, but guys, come on now. And you rewarded him, right? Like you're, you're doing good by your pitcher. He's still undefeated and uh, you were able to get those runs to win the game. Tech does close it out six to three. And then you come back Saturday back to the and the confines got a lot friendlier that four run sixth expanded on saturday where texas tech goes out and whoops the wildcats like they stole something a 14 nothing blowout first two innings it's eight to nothing just like that and basically it's it's good times good times. what do you think about that game
0: yeah so that that game you said it right there we got off to a you know, a quick lead, and we just never gave it up. I mean, Kansas State had what two or three hits the entire game. Um, Brandon Burtzell, let's talk about him. He is good. He, this is the ace on, on the staff here. Is you know Brandon Birdsell. He He's the uh, the superstar pitcher that we have. Um, I bet you he's he's loving all this run support because this Saturday game was the one from last week versus Kansas where Texas scored thirty runs. Right? I'm betting he's he's liking all all these all this run support going on for him. But can we carry Brandon these Birdsell, runs
1: over? Let's carry yeah. some of these runs over. You know? <laughs> Save a little bit of them. You know, it's it's like uh, – but I, I do think that when you have a pitcher like Brandon Birdsell, you just have confidence. You're like, you know what? Yeah. I can go into the game free. I, I don't have to worry about like, oh, man, I, I don't they're – not, they're not going up to the plate tight or like pressing or anything like that. It's just – it's loose. You know that you are going to get seven, maybe eight quality innings from your starter – and Brandon Burtsa went out there and 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 had a full shutout, like he 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 killed it. Um, and so Thanks that's everyone out. Yep. It, it's when you have a guy like that on the mound, it's just it's it's lovely. It's lovely. You don't have to. You can just really relax, and you relax into that Sunday matchup against Kansas State. Now Kansas State in that Sunday game, right? Same mindset as Kansas. Remember, we had the same similar situation against Kansas. Two two blowouts. I mean, hell, Kansas beat them twenty-eight to two. Lord Jesus! But Kansas, like every other team, comes in and says, "I do not want to get swept." And K-State said the same thing: "I do not want to get swept." And and that was the best Kansas State team we had seen all week come out to an early three-nothing lead. And it's it's once again you're saying, man, it's it's just really tough to sweep a team, especially in the Big Twelve.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And this is one of those one of those games too where we Tech has not been very good on Sunday right? It's just been, it's kind of been frustrating. We, we've been, you know, winning our, our, our two ace games, like, you know, Andrew Morris and Brandon Burstall, the Friday, Saturday games, you know, pretty much the whole season long, but the Sunday game is where we, we would slip up quite a few times. Um, it was just one of those things where it's like, guys, come on, let, let's get a Sunday going um, to where we can, you know, uh, actually win a game here. Um, and it was looking not that way for a while there until, you know, the whole big ninth inning that happened with the, you know, ended with the Jace Young, you know, monstrous, you know, walk off home run. That was a, Gigantic home run. Um, well, yeah, it's, it's good that.
1: To... Well, I was gonna say, I, I think it's a lot because uh, and and likes to use the midweek game, like every coach or manager, to find things. Right. So, like you said, we know who our one and two are. We know Morris and Birdsell; those are our guys. We don't we don't know who our number three pitcher is. You got to find that guy before you get into the postseason. Like you have to find your number three pitch, and we still don't know that. And you come into this game, Chase Hampton gets to start once again. Um, and he's kind of the guy that you can kind of tell Tadlock wants to be the number three, right? Yeah. But he's not really taking it. And, and in young, this game, right? he's young. And in his game, he gives up that three runs pretty early on. Um, and he gets yanked. Mason Molina, another guy that's in the running for it, comes on and and he gives up another run. But though I will say Mason Molina, I thought I actually pitched what I had one of his better outings here. But then you have, you you basically spend five pitchers. And I I don't have a problem with that. You know, you can't take them home. It's a Sunday game. You're going to get a couple days of rest. Might as well use them. Um, But luckily that bat support that we didn't get in the Kansas game last Sunday came through at the very end, like you said, uh, scoring two runs in the seventh and then three runs in the ninth. Including that walk, I mean, walk off by your best play, right? Like that's that's what you expect.
0: Exciting stuff. Yeah. And it was and on that at bat too, you could tell Jace was locked in too. Like he that he had hammered like three balls that were just foul. One he had just like the previous pitch, I believe he hit it over the right field wall. It just was foul. Um, you can kind of just tell that Jace was, was locked in there. And it's one of the situations where it's like, you know, obviously it sounds crazy to walk him. Um, so, but with a guy on first base and nobody out, and you know, one run to tie the game. And but, but do you know Jace was on the <laughs> level there? Yeah, yeah but they should have walked. Do him. you
1: like if you're Kansas State, Jace Young is an all-American? Like, it's not I'm not being hyperbolic when I say that. Like, Jace Young is a first round type of guy, top, hell, maybe even top 10 pick type of guy, all American, right? like Big 12 player of the year candidate. Right? Like, it's – this is not the time to be – if you're Kansas State, this is not the time to be self-righteous. This is not the time to be proud. Walk him. <laughs> Go to somebody yep. else. And They didn't walk him. They have – and mind you, they get the out, they win the game. Right? But they didn't walk him. Mm-hmm. They give up the homer. Game over. And that's just a mistake that – more I – t- I, t- I tell you this, more teams will learn that mistake, and they're not going to – I think this may be the last opportunity for Jace like that. Because if I'm a manager any other team – it's it's. I'm not doing it. I'm just not doing it. I I, I yep. get the whole we welcome the challenge. Nah, bro. I want the win. <laughs> want the win. <laughs> Absolutely. The win. So uh, so Jace Young walks us off on Sunday. He can now you know. Hey, if I'm Tadlock, I'm giving him a vacation. I'm making sure that he vacations over at vacationtreeline.com. Um, he's Tadlock is, is friend of the pot obviously, and if, if Tadlock is gonna hook Jace up like this, he's gonna mention that hey you know what? I'm a friend of the pot in front of tortillas and take. So I need you to give me that 25% discount and vacation tree line is going to give it to them. Um, if they book a broken, especially when they book a broken bow cabin rental they get a 25% discount with uh, vacation tree line and they get no additional fees when they book it. So make sure to go to vacationtreeline.com for all your tree line rentals and management. Be like Tim Tadler. He, 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 he would do it. So you should too. Um, so, as we talk, do that, we had a lot of conference games, David, right? We had Kansas, uh, Kansas state, we had Texas. Now we get to play Oklahoma, but it's, but it's not a, it's, it's not a conference game. It's
0: yeah. That's right. Why,
1: why is baseball so weird? It's weird. It's one of those
0: things too, where it's, it's kind of a fascinating deal because it's like, you know, you're kind of scouting because this game, you play Oklahoma three more times later in the year, right? And it's one of those things where it's like, okay, what are you guys doing here? Are you scouting? I mean, obviously you, you do that, but it's it's one of those things where it's just kind of strange. It's like it, it, the game really doesn't mean a whole lot other than it's just another, you know, game and non-conference. Because because this game right here will not count towards the conference standings, but it's Oklahoma who is a, obviously another Big 12, at least for now, member, right? And it's just, and it's cool because they, they they usually do these games at neutral sites. Which right now, obviously, this one's going to be played in Amarillo at the Sod Poodles. Um, yeah, I think the, yeah. the, way. Um, the
1: Sod Poodles, baby,
0: Sod Poodles. Y'all you you know, <laughs> know nothing about the
1: Amarillo Sod Poodles or Amarillo Sod po- <laughs> <laughs> Amarillo Sod Poodles. Yeah, man, best name in minor league baseball. One, some of the best jerseys in minor league baseball. Shout out to the Sod Poodles. Absolutely. Um, I, this is this is weird though, only because like, well, it's weird for many reasons. But like, what do you do in this situation? Because you still want to win. Because if you don't, I mean, that's it's still going to affect both Texas Tech and Oklahoma are trying to be in the postseason. I mean, Tech will be in the postseason. Oklahoma is trying to be in the postseason. They are, are, you know, you 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 still want to win this game for like national relevant type thing, right? But at the same time, like you said, like you kind of also want to treat it like a preseason because. You don't want to show all your hands. You still got a three-game series that's actually important later on. This is a really weird game. It's a really weird.
0: Yeah, game. it's strange. And and I think and and uh, just a little bit as like about them is like they they're they're good because like you know, these are the games that help grow the game of baseball, college baseball, because it's college baseball. And then, you know, I mentioned the neutral side thing, which is cool because you know, the people from Amarillo they don't get to see you know probably college baseball game too often. Um And obviously they have all all the other tournaments throughout the country, but it's just it's just kind of kind of cool little deal how that how that works out. But I guess we'll see how it goes.
1: No love for uh, West Texas A and M down in Canyon. They don't. Oh yeah, you know, I mean they I do. guess they're about. You do know, the they're gonna watch? Yeah, yeah, you know, you know. Not even. They're like they're like down the street. You know. You don't think they're gonna minutes, watch yeah. W W Tamu? <laughs> um, but no, I I do think this is one thing that. uh <clears throat> Kirby Hoka has done a really good job of is making Texas tech. Texas tech has always been the school for West Texas, the team for West Texas, but really emphasizing that. Right. Like, like whenever, when I was in school, everything was in Lubbock. Everything was in Lubbock. Like that's, those, that the school, the school for West Texas and the team for West Texas. Um, if you want to watch Texas tech, you got to come out to Lubbock. You got, if you're in Abilene, wherever, it doesn't matter. You got to drive to Lubbock, but we've seen more, Basketball games being played out elsewhere. Baseball games now in Amarillo. Football spring games out in out in Abilene, right out in uh, Permian. Like start like really saying if we're going to be the school of West Texas, we got to really be the school of West Texas. And I think it's been it's been advantageous, especially in baseball, right? We're, I mean, for baseball, if you are a top recruit in West Texas, you're going to Texas Tech. It's it's, it's virtually become that synonymous. Now, hell, even in East New Mexico, if we were this good. A decade ago, maybe Alex Bregman comes to Texas Tech instead of LSU. Like, that's – that. you know what I mean? Like, so it's – but I do think, like, a game like this is important. And if you're Oklahoma, you're also trying to say, like, hey, we want to steal some of those recruits too, right? That Norman ain't too far from Amarillo. Let's see what we can do too. So this should be a fun, exciting game. Um, I know we have some listeners out in Amarillo. You know, why drive two hours down to Lubbock if you can get a team you can support the Red Raiders right in your own backyard so make sure to go out to that game. Um, I don't really have much analysis for because I have no idea – what Tim Tylock is going to do in this game. Zero. Absolutely none. I would probably play all my freshmen just to see what happens. (laughs) Right? Like, just just see what happens. This is usually like the Chase Hampton
0: game. Um, I know we did play them last year, and that was a high-scoring game. I believe we scored, like, I don't know, 16 runs or something like that game. And it was a ball flying out of Amarillo that day. (laughs) So, hopefully, maybe some of that will be the same for Tech anyways.
1: Yeah. Ball, ball's going so high that they they could get, they get hear the gunshots out in the West Texas. United. That's right. That's right. Um, but this weekend, we go. And I still, I for the while, I've always believed that our biggest rival in baseball is this team coming up that we play this weekend, the TCU Horned Frogs. Now, with Texas kind of having a mini resurgence in baseball lately, last year and this year, um, and, then, and then just because they're Texas, right? Like that's I, – I, I don't know if they're, if, this, if TCU is still our biggest rival, but I personally still hate them very much so. And the Texas Tech-TCU rivalry has been one because for the past eight, ten, eight years at least, um, Texas Tech and TCU, the winner of, of between those two, win the conference. Right, like that's how it's been for the past eight years. Is is either Texas Tech or TCU's winning the conference now? Like I said, Texas recently kind of had a resurgence, but it's still those two. TCU is still ranked. They're still, I think they were twenty first last time we checked. They did they did lose the last series against Texas, but they're still ranked. They're 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 back to being. I think last year, last two years, they kind of had a dip, but they're back to being the TCU horn Frogs that we all love and hate. Um, we all know and hate, I should say. Uh, nobody loves them not even themselves um so tell me a little bit about the tcu horn frogs
0: yeah i mean tcu is obviously a, a, a really good team um they they they've lost two straight big 12 series because they lost to west virginia at home um two weekends ago um so this is a series tcu honestly needs to have if they want any sort of you know big 12 relevance I, I mean, i'm not i mean i'm really kind of malicious talking the um, i guess the the title race for the most part cuz tc will will you know definitely make the tournament in some capacity um they're uh, they're kind of scuffling a little bit right now so this is something that they, they need to have <laughs> and and uh you know tech just had a, a a good you know sweep but we obviously need to keep momentum going a little bit so i don't it it'll, it'll, it'll be a fun series to, uh, that's for sure
1: so i'm actually looking i'm looking at their schedule right i am going to ask you this david are they boosted And I say this, the reason I say this is as I look at their schedule, right? I see, okay, they lost a series to Kentucky. Um, Sure, they beat Baylor. Sure, they swept Kansas State. But they lost a series to Kentucky. They um, lost to Abilene Christian, lost to UTSA, lost a series to West Virginia, um, lost a series to Texas. They're about to go to Dallas to play Dallas Baptist. And I can't tell you who's going to win that one, right? So like, it, are is TCU a little boosted? Like are they a little overrated? Uh they they probably are.
0: Um honestly, they probably won't even be ranked after um after this, like when the rankings come back out because they, they did lose. Was that Alvin Christian this this week or was that last week?
1: That was that was uh that was two weekends ago. That was right before the West Virginia okay. series. They they okay, I was, UT- I was I was trying. Yeah, they beat UT Arlington, but I mean so. Okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean they obviously did lose and, and they're already kind of hanging on in the first place. What number 24 right now? Or so, yeah, I mean, somewhere. I know there's a million different polls, but I think on the ones the TV show, they're 24th. So they, they might not, not even be ranked, but I think uh, you know they're obviously not as good as they were because they were what preseason top 10 team or you know, somewhere you know top 15 somewhere around there. I know they're you know pretty highly ranked right there. Um, but yeah, they definitely are not as good as everyone thought.
1: Well, so it's – yeah, I'm – you know, I think this is, it would be a really good – this is, would be a road series for Tech. Um, and so it, it's, it's going to be difficult. It's not going to be easy. They're going to have a purple out on Saturday, whatever the hell that means. Um, <laughs> so – There are two fans uh, there. Yeah. <laughs> no, man. We are, we are going to talk mess on this. I was going to say 10 fans. You didn't get me to it. Um, but it's uh, – they're going to have a purple out on Saturday. And so there's going to be some – a little bit of momentum. Tech is – TC was going to want to win this series, like you said, not just because of that, but because it's Tech. They're going to want to beat Tech. They're going to want to beat right now the, the arguably the best team in the conference, right? And so it's going to be interesting to see what they do in this series, um, a series that starts on Thursday. So it's, Thursday, it's a Thursday, Friday, Saturday series, a little bit a little bit closer in the in the, in the week. Um, and so interesting to see what happens here. Most likely, like we've talked about, we're going to have – Uh, Morris and Birdsell for those first two games. TC is going to do the purple out against Birdsell. Good luck with that. Uh, But, but uh, I mean, what's your, what's your, what, what do you think happens in this series?
0: Oh boy, this is, this is going to be, I mean, it's obviously a, a tough road game. Um, compared to you know Kansas or whatever, um, I do think we'll actually have probably a decent amount of tech fans there. um uh, I mean, TCU actually, I know we like to talk we, we like to talk mess on them and football and all that sort of stuff at their fans for, but they actually do support their baseball team. And obviously, it's easier because it's smaller stadium stuff like that, right? um But this is going this is going to be an interesting series here because it's like I, I this is one of those where I'm going back and forth on whether we win the series or if they win the series. I mean, I don't I mean neither team's going to sweep anyone. It's not going to be one of those. I think it's very clearly, you know, it's going to be a rubber match type game. Um, obviously, we hope it doesn't come to that because our best two pages are our Friday and Saturday. And our, th- our Sunday is the one we, you know, struggle on a little bit. Um, so uh, I'll say that, I'll say, you know, I'm actually going to say TC wins the series. I'll say they win two. Three. Ooh,
1: okay. Hey, that is the ni- honest, true analysis there from David Hughes. Um, But I I will say this. TCU and talking about some of the players that TCU has on their team. Um, Tommy Sacco is you can't really start talking about TCU without talking about Tommy Sacco, who is right now leading the team in average, leading team in OPS and leading team in slugging. Right. He's doing a really good job for them over there. Um, and this is, I mean, this is his last year, is his senior year. He's given tech problems in the past as well. So I expect another one, another big one from him. Braden Taylor is another good infielder for them. Um, and, and see what he can do. Uh, so I, I think those are when it comes to hitting, those are some of the guys that we need to look out for. Um, but when we just talked about some of their starters and some of the guys that are some of the guys that we are gonna have going out against them, I think one thing that's gonna be interesting. So Riley Cornello, we're gonna get to see Riley Cornello one of these guys, a young sophomore. For TCU right now with a whip of 0.99 ERA of 3.09. There's a good chance. He's probably the first uh, pitcher against Morris. I would love to actually see him against bird cell because that is going to be, well, let me rephrase. I don't want to watch that game because nobody will score. <laughs> but <laughs> that is going to be a nice little pitcher's duel there if they are going up against each other. And if I'm TCU, that's probably the guy that I put up against Birdsell. But another uh, another couple guys that I'm curious to see, Brett Walker is another one of their uh, pitchers. He's been beat up, though. Brett Walker has an ERA close to five. But he's, I mean, he's had eight starts himself. Uh, Cam Brown, another guy that kind of got beaten up. I mean, TCU is interesting to where they have one ace pitcher, a couple of meh starters but a really strong bullpen. I mean, when it comes to their bullpen, Luke Savage is a savage. He has done a great job, Marcelo Perez done a great job, Cohen Fazer done a great job. So like their bullpen excuse me is strong. But games where Riley Cornello is not pitching is where you can really beat up that starter for the first three innings. Um so I you already gave your prediction David as far as that it's the, that TCU is actually going to win the series. But for in order for Tech to do so, who needs to be the guy to step up in this series to really push us over the edge?
0: I mean, I think it's going to be the bullpen. I mean, the bullpen is what's sort of been, I don't want to say our our Achilles heel a little bit, but it kind of has been for the most part. Um, I think if Morris and Birdsell can get, you know, six, you can get six out of them and you have, you know, a couple run lead. And it's just, it comes down to the bullpen to you know, finish it off. um I think it's going to be the you know really the whole entire bullpen, um, whether we parish Trinam Parish. I I think and Parish might have. Okay, it's kind of hard to say he has the best arm on the entire tech team because you have Birdsdale there, but Parish is a special. Out dude. of the he's bullpen, freshman. Yeah, I was about out, say, out of bullpen. the
1: bullpen, he might he might be it.
0: He's he's a beast. He's good. He's a beast. He's a fire guy too. I mean, I I, I love. That. I know I know a lot of people don't. They kind of get all up in arms about that, but I don't, get a man. Man, I don't I mean, give it's, a damn. It's, it's, <laughs> He's a closer. That's what they do, right? They get it. They're all fired up and they, they strike them out, and then they, there you go. It's like you can sit down and you know, regroup for tomorrow, type of thing. I will say, um, tech
1: fans are funny because we're all about, like, you know, um, act like you've been there and show some class <laughs> until like it comes to a rival, right? Texas, TCU. Oh, no, never mind. F them. Horns down. You know, we don't care about the whatever. What, what do they say? Frogs down. TCU. I don't know what they do. <laughs> you know, I'm like, for, yeah. Yeah, come on now. You know TCU. It's funny because you know we, we say wreck them, hook them, gig them. TCU doesn't even get a thing. <laughs> they don't even. They just say go frogs. Like they're not like y'all ain't part of us. <laughs> you're not part of the rest of the state. You know, come on now. That's a
0: good point. I've never I never even thought of that before. Yeah, that's a good no, point. No, even Stephen
1: F. Austin has axum, but nobody. We just TCU yeah. just yeah. We hey, you're not part of us. All right, we got to we go got to remind them. <laughs> we got to remind them once again. Um. So yeah, no, I, I think for me. Uh, for me, the guy that I, I really want to uh, show out and have a pretty pretty big game here is, you know, I and I feel like it's a cop out answer. I do um, So I'm not going to say Jace Young. I'm not going to say Kurt Wilson. I'm going to say Cole Stillwell. And I feel like if you pick one of the big three, it's kind of a cop out answer, right? Because <laughs> it's like, yeah, sure, <laughs> one of your best players plays like he usually does. Like, but I think of Cole Stillwell, like we've had the Kurt Wilson series, we've had the Jace Young series, and Cole Stillwell has been very consistent. But I don't know if we've had a Cole Stillwell series where he just takes over. where He's just the best player on the field. And I that's, this is the series for Cole. This is a series where I think he comes out. And I agree with you that I think it's going to be a very close series. I think we're going to see another game winner. We're going to see another game winner. I think my boy Cole is going to be the one to knock it off. And it's going to be the third game of the series after I'm going to go ahead and say, I'm going I'm to be a little specific like you were last year. I'm not going to last week. I'm not going to give it a score, but I'm going to go ahead and say that Tech loses game one, right? On Thirsty Thursday. That's what TC is doing. Yeah. Again, I don't know what that <laughs> means. Um, we win game two because Brandon Birdsell's not losing. Like, I am sorry, it's not happening. Um, and a Cole Stillwell walk off for game three. How beautiful would that be? A high scoring game three. Yeah, you know, I'll, I'll put that out there. High scoring game three. But Cole Stillwell walk off for game three. Um, over TC vaunted bullpen. It'd be, it'd be nice. It'd be, I would go ahead grab my i would you know go ahead and get my fields of gold chardonnay pop it open and down the whole thing that's how excited i'd be it'd be it'd be a great time for sure so um, absolutely yeah so uh david you got your your tortilla toss t-shirt from home field apparel
0: i do have it absolutely yeah I just, I love,
1: is that what you're wearing right now
0: no oh yeah no it's, I, I do have a shirt on it's not a oh, okay. uh,
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, no, the, the tort- Listen, I had to bring it up. Tortilla toss shirt is my favorite. It's my favorite shirt in home field apparel. Um, I just, I thought I saw you wearing the gray shirt, right? And we're, we're on Zoom right now, so it's only like from the neck up. But I saw you wearing, I saw you wearing the tortilla <laughs> toss shirt or the gray shirt. I was like, hold on, because that's the gray, <laughs> best shirt on. Um, that's the best shirt on home field apparel. Um, so I, you know, I, I, I personally love home field apparel stuff. Uh, make sure to mention. Hey, mention. Uh, um, Takes 12 to get your 15% off your first order. Takes 12, takes 12. That wasn't even takes an official 12. ad. That wasn't even an official ad. I just had to put that in there. Um, as far as actually, as far as our ad partners know, that is an official ad. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, so yeah, you heard it here. David Hughes predicting a TCU win because he's a trader and we should all boo him and spam his account and tell him how wrong he is. Come Saturday, whenever Texas Tech, whenever my boy Cole Stillwell hits that game winner and Texas Tech wins the series. Um, anything else you want to say to the people, David?
0: No, I mean that's that's pretty much it. Yeah. Just obviously hope hope we can uh, you know keep keep the momentum going a little bit and uh, you know hopefully we can win the series. I mean a sweep would be even better on the road. How how would that be? That'd be, that'd be that'd nice. Let me tell you thing. something. If we sweep
1: nice. if we sweep TCU, um, on one hand we if, there's, if we sweep TCU is probably a good chance they are a little overrated. But if we sweep <laughs> TCU. <laughs> watch out Tennessee and Arkansas. We are going to be creeping up the rankings that much more as far as, you know, getting that national respect. Texas tech has never been the number one team in the nation. Um, And a sweep against TCU would get us pretty close. Get us pretty closer. closer.
0: Tennessee's going to be hard to beat because they, those guys are what 31 and one right now. It is. They're beating everybody's butt right now. It's, Woof. Tennessee is, uh, it's surprising. I mean, we obviously have a good buddy that's a Tennessee fan and they're, they're, they're legit. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. but because, but he talks so much that I don't want them to be fine. I want the worst. <laughs> I want the worst. I have no reason. I have no reason, have no reason to hate Tennessee, right? but I want the worst. Yeah, well, no, absolutely. <laughs> so, um, as far as for me, you know, baseball season has, is hit the ground running. It is uh pretty fun. This last weekend series this weekend series against Kansas State was a lot of fun. I think next weekend series at TCU is going to be a lot of fun. Like David said, Red Raiders, anytime we play TCU Red Raiders usually show up and support the team. I expect the same. It is a little tougher in baseball cuz like you said it is a smaller stadium. Usually we don't have it's though we have Red Raider fans in there, it's not usually a takeover like it is for football and basketball. But mm-hmm. With us being a top five team in the nation, I still expect Raider Nation to show out because we have done an incredible job of that this year. So I expect it even more here at TCU in Fort Worth where we actually have a bigger alumni base in DFW than they do anyway. So uh, let's make it happen. How about that? Yeah, so there we go. Um, so that is it. That is our show. And uh, we're going to sign us off here. So for David Hughes, this is Albie Shore and you have been listening to the Tortillas and Takes podcast. And as always, stay wrecked, people.